Hey, this is John Reap from the Country-ish Podcast on the All Things Comedy Network. No sports? No problem. My bookie offers the latest and most popular sport game titles and state-of-the-art software. No need to leave the comfort of your home. It's all at your fingertips. Featuring a truly flawless live casino, complete with professional dealers, as well as a large selection of classic and progressive slots games, plus the greatest selection of video poker variants. They really do offer something for everyone. Take advantage of their daily promotions for the casino, which includes bonuses, cash backs, raffles, free chips, and free spins for you to increase your chances of winning every single day. Also, you can put your skills to the test in their latest free blackjack and slots tournaments, which includes a free 10K prize pool blackjack tournament. Stuck at home? Don't even sweat it. They got you covered. Join now and start winning big today. Sick and tired of getting the runaround when you ask for a payout? My bookie pays fast when you win. With decades of experience, great customer service, and hassle-free transactions, why would you bet anywhere else? Visit mybookie.ag and use the promo code ATCCASINO for a 150% bonus on your first deposit. Bet with the biggest, win with the best, only at my bookie. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Oh, what a great audience. Let's dim the lights for this next one. Nope, too much. Ah, there it is. Gotta get things just right. Like Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Tell us what you want to pay and we help you find coverage options that fit your budget. And now, the mood is right. Wait, the lights are back on again. Trudy, can you... And now it's completely dark. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's up, Food Podcast? Live from Reno, Nevada, the Silver Legacy Casino, home of the Potato Buffet, which is an urban legend now. There is no, but there is no big Potato Buffet. That's only in the movie Kingpin. And I always thought there would be a uh, big Potato Buffet. Man, that's like my dream. To walk in there and have like five different types of sour creams and cheese <laughs> and five different types of maple bacon to crunch it up and put it on it. Nacho cheese, white cheese, queso fresco. Man, you eat a big bacon. What's up, fool? <laughs> Forgot about our host, our co-host with the most, Rodrigo Torres. Yeah, man. We got four mics today, man. We got a coffer here. <laughs> we finally gave her a microphone and she's coughing. We got Lisa Esparza, aka the manager here. In the house. And I never say that. Why back from the day. <laughs> Burr! Burr! Larry Bubbles brother just walking on people over here. Wow. <laughs> oh my god. What Talk about What's up, people? First of all, man, thank you guys for being here. Um, the uh, Dodgers are going to the World Series with yeah. the Houston Astros. Shout out to the Dodgers, 
Congratulations. And, man, Lisa and I decided I'm not trying to have another baby, and we're going to use that money to go to the World Series. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know we were saving money to have a baby. Was that <laughs> part of it? It was a Hawaii trip. We, had, we were saving money to go to Hawaii, oh, actually. Hawaii. But then we got a Hawaii gig, so. Actually, man, we said we're not going to go to no game because we were too busy. And if they go to the World Series, we might go to game one, which is the most important game, man. Everybody tone. and mother's going to be there. Yeah, stay on your mic like that. Everybody and mother's going to be there. Every celeb, huh? Everyone. I think they're gonna bring in Ron Sane, bro. <laughs> Ron Sane. <laughs> they're gonna bring Steve Garvey. Everybody that was there an eighty one championship and everyone that was there for the nineteen eighty eight championship, we're gonna go see him. It's gonna be sad to see Pedro Guerrero because I heard that he got drunk one night and someone stole his World Series ring. Yeah, you told me oh I thought he somebody stole it? Yeah, he passed oh. somebody put a uh, one of those um, date rape pills on his drink. They're going to roll Tommy Lasorda out because they got to win for him. <laughs> He's like 90, right? He's 90, man. He, his famous speech was when he won. What did he say? You got to beat the mighty Mets. We're not supposed to be here, they said. Yeah. They'll never win the mighty Mets. <laughs> and look what happened. We believed it. Was he the coach for the 81 fucking Dodgers, too? Hell, yeah. Yeah, both of them. Hell, yeah. That was um, on that team. It was Fernando Valenzuela, Pichi, oh, that's right. Steve Howell, and I could be wrong, but a very old retiring Don Sutton must have been in the team. Really? Still pitching? Rick Mundy? Rick Mundy was in the team. <laughs> Mike right. Sosha and Steve Yeager. They lost. 81? Yeah, they lost the first two games of the World Series, and they won four in a row against the Yankees. Damn. The Dodgers had Rich Goose Gossage, bro, in 81. Who was he, a pitcher? You have to go like this. You have the headphones there, like you just know. All right. Yeah. It might be just a microphone. No, it, it breaks no c you're holding it right now. All right, eh? that's why you don't have a <laughs> microphone all the time. No, because other times you're going like this, talking here, and there's a huge echo. Well, when you bring it up here, that's what I'm looking for right there. You can't like, put it higher? It's not about higher. It's not about higher. It's echo. It's This is a unidirectional microphone, just like in the studio. You can't talk to the side of it. It won't pick you up. How much time we have left in the Come podcast? Come on, now, just talk. Do you want to be heard yeah, well? Be heard, or yeah. I mean, I'm cutting <coughs> this out anyway, this argument right now. No, leave it on him. No. Want <laughs> you want people to people know. To know yeah. how <laughs> like reality show conflict. <laughs> I like it. That's what sells the show, right? <laughs> conflict. <laughs> well, last night we were at the, uh, we did a show at the, the four of us actually with Mar Martin Rizzo and Johnny Rocket. We were at um, Humphreys by the Bay. Humphreys by the Bay. A comedy show with boats. Boats and parrots and. Like a wildlife sanctuary. Yeah, look at the Rainforest Cafe in the back right there, huh? There's a lot of drunk-ass fools, huh? Grit, dog. That fucking beer line didn't stop till... People drink, huh? Dude, they were getting fucking huh? sloshed. But that's what I'm going to do, man. I'm going to just get loaded, bro. <coughs> there was a guy heckling. The first time I got a heckler in a Ugh. long time at a big show. 
But usually, like, they don't really heckle me. But like, now it's like, not really heckle, more excitement. Like, he was like yelling out, what's up, fool, over and over. <laughs> what's up, fool? And yelling out jokes. Yeah, he was like, tell nobody. Tell nobody. Uh, bro, you already told everybody. <coughs> I wanted to be a part of it, though. You want to be a part of the show, bro? I went deep on him, bro. That was a funny one. It was funny because you were putting up with it for a while, but then at one point you just like, okay, fine. And so you just stopped the show and said, and then you just started bagging on him like da 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 And then you got like a standing ovation on the last one, and then he was done. And then you went back to your jokes and finished your set, you know, like did, what, 20 more minutes yeah. after that? And so it was it was nicely done. I don't, I'm not usually a fan of the destroy the heckler sort of things. But Me neither, man. It was man. a good one. It I don't like enjoyed it. I don't like destroying the heckler because yeah. I c there's no coming back from that. Yeah, but you did a great job because you brought him in and he was enjoying it. And that was the difference. You yeah. weren't having an argument. He was excited. You squashed his excitement. Finally, it's like, OK, here you go. Here's a whole show for you. Yeah. I ignored that fool. Fuck that. <laughs> Probably went home and set off the airbag. <laughs> what? That's the only gig I've ever done where I've had people staring at me from their hotel room. <laughs> That's that's a cool place. <laughs> it I is like a cool place. Little sniper Can you imagine window? like watching a concert right there on your little balcony? Mm -hmm. You know, it's nice. a lot of pressure, man. Cause now like you're doing a comedy show, right? <laughs> you're worried about the people. You're not only worried about the people in the front laughing, but now you're looking up in the balcony, going, "Wow, man, that that they just turned their all their lights off and went inside." Yeah, yeah. yeah, when you see the blinds Close closed, curtains. you know you're bombing. Then in the green room, there's two beds to to, to um, lay down there, <laughs> lay down and think about your set if you go if you do bad. <laughs> Yeah, shout out to uh, Carly and Josue for bringing us food. Carly vegan. They brought us some vegan food from San Diego, one of our favorite places. Man, I love strawberry shakes. That strawberry shake is amazing. What'd you guys have? Evolution fast food. You've been, You've been there before. Is that the one at the end of the street almost? Yeah. The little white corner. Yeah, and it's white? got yeah. like you eat outside like under the garden. That's their spot. Yeah. Well, that's no, that's not their spot. Oh. They went and got it for us. Oh, because we didn't have a car. So, and I, oh, I gave them free that's tickets. Right. Oh, you guys took the train. Yeah, I gave the them free train. tickets in uh, in exchange for that. And uh, oh, fuck. But we, you know, they wanted to hang out. That's cool, man. A little while ago, so. Larry told us that when uh, when he was swimming in the morning, somebody was yelled up in the hotel room, "Mur, mur." <laughs> First time ever, I was swimming, and so I'm I'm doing a lap, and I suddenly hear three people go, "Mur." Never felt so humiliated in my life. You were a merman. In my speedo, mur. I'm so excited! I snapped my speedo. That <laughs> 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 was a good show, though. I had fun. Both of them were good shows today. Outdoor tonight. shows are fun, yeah. Outdoor shows that are bigger, though, are are tougher to have a real show experience. You know, like if you're at Mountain View or whatever. Uh, it's because that one's tucked. Humphrey's by the base, tucked in. Yeah. Between Humphrey's it's like it's almost a little arena, and mm -hmm. they're like uh, called a little little wall. Like like it's like an acoustic, I don't like know what the fuck. I'm fucking high, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got that Louie. <laughs> it's a, it's, it's, uh, it sounds good, man. It looks good. Big Frog showed up. Yeah, Big Frog up Lonnie. Donnie? Lonnie? Lonnie. Lonnie Dottie. Her name is Lonnie Salon. That is funny. An Asian woman named Lonnie Salon. Yeah. She is full Asian? She's Filipino. I think she's half Filipino oh, okay. and half something. Does she own a salon? No, she does not. Mer. Mer. 
So would you guys like your train ride down there, or was it too much Oh, that's right. We took a train over here. Train ride is the best. Yeah? It's so relaxing. And to be able to read and stuff, you know, and just watch. And then a couple spots, they, you can see the ocean right there. You're in San Clemente and the ocean side. You're by the water at those two stops because it's like east of the freeway. You know, it's like on the other side of the mountain, just right by the beach. You guys take a Metrolink down there? Like a wha- wha- it's not Metrolink. Oh, it's uh, Amtrak. Oh, they damn. have a Pacific Surfliner Amtrak that goes yeah. between San Diego and Santa Barbara. Do you guys stop at um, Union Station? Yeah, it stops at Union Station, it turns around, and then like switches direction, and then goes takes off, goes to Fullerton, thirty minutes from downtown. Oh, and, and then oh, go ahead. And those those go ahead. Those seats recline too, like an airplane. Really? Yeah, they recline. They got footrests. They've got coffee. They've got beer on the uh, in the little. How much that galley. cost? Free in it. It's good. It's like um, I think 70? like thirty five one way, but we get business class because then you get free Wi Fi too. Oh. And you sit up in the nicer seats. And you get free coffee, danishes, and um, water. Free coffee? The coffee was free. Oh, I didn't know that. The <laughs> coffee was free. The they brought like nine orange juices back. Yeah, those were free seat. too. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, you so you get, that's cool. So you get um, a better seat, and then you get free Wi-Fi and all that. And that's, I think that one was like 75 for one way. And you can't be in that business class unless you, you need to be there. Like yeah, the you have to have a ticket. behind and got kicked out. You have to have a ticket for business class. But it's nice because I don't have to deal with traffic. Dude, I hate we traffic. So we made it like, we made it from downtown LA to Fullerton in 25 minutes on a train. I, I don't think you can make it that fast on a freeway, huh? No. You got to be gunning it, dude. 45 minutes. 90. For, it's 40 minutes. <coughs> Mur, I want to go train to Visalia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go do the zombie crawl to Visalia, Mur. Who won the World Series in 1974? Uh, <laughs> Oakland beat the Dodgers four games to one. Damn, yes. he didn't even have to think I knew about that, one. that. I knew that one. He didn't even have to think, though. Wow. Give it up for the Larry Bubbles Brown can remember every World Series from 1909. 1990. That's a magical. 1919, that was uh, a highly functioning savant. What can you do with that skill? Who, who 1919, that was a... That was who, a fixed World Series of Reds yeah, with the White Sox. Yeah, that was it. That's when they were the best five of nine. They beat them five games to two. And that was a, the, that was, they made a movie called about them, right? The Black Sox? Eight men out. Eight men out. Who won in... Murr, I used to open up for Shoeless Jackson. Murr, Shoeless Joe. Was that the first time uh, the government got involved in baseball or in sports, do you think? I think that's when they had, after the fixed World Series, they had to get a commissioner to kind of yeah. straight, because baseball was in big trouble after that. And that's when they brought in the, Landis was the big commissioner. And I think that's when they all, there was a Supreme Court ruling that sticks to this day that uh, baseball was not a pro, was not a business. So that's how they get away with a lot of their Right. Things. NFL, same thing. No, yeah. Not a business. It's an organization. So they get all kinds yeah. of tax breaks mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah, it's like a yeah they're not making money. Yeah. <laughs> who, who won in 1920? 1920? Uh, Cleveland beat Brooklyn five games, to, uh, five to one or five to two. The Dodgers again, dog? That's when was that? 1920. 1920. 1920. Look it up, bro. That's my, sure. fir- my first year. <laughs> this will be throwing random one thing. <laughs> I knew that because that was my first year of stand up. <laughs> 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 
Was the year the woman got the right to vote? I don't yeah. think I know. Um, the only ones I know that one, of the ones were Dodgers, which was 1981, 1988, 66, 62. Let's see, they won. 77, no, 78. No, 62 was the Giants-Yankees. 63, Dodgers swept the Yankees. 65. The Dodgers beat Minnesota four games to three. Koufax ah. won game seven on two days of rest. Yeah, dude, to the day, though. And he, he burned his arm out, and they <laughs> got they got swept by the Orioles in 66. Burned his arm out. Though. I am so impressed. They were pitching those guys on two days rest back then. Jesus, man. I am so the impressed, The World Series Larry starts Brown. Tuesday, right? Tuesday. Yeah, this is coming up quick. Yeah. Astros and Dodgers, Murr. Kershaw's already <laughs> choking at home. Yeah, the Yankees felt the hurricane today, Murr. Yeah, man. How did we do it against? How did the Dodgers do against Houston already this year? Did they meet? They killed us. Did they meet? <laughs> they did. I don't know. if They met because they're um, American League. Oh, yeah, right. dude. Yeah, they so used they to be National League. But we used to kick their ass when they were in National yeah, League. Yeah, they weren't shit. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, when they bail, fool? They were. They sucked. Yeah, when did they bail yeah, from the from team, the division? Though. As Larry Bubbles, bro. They left in 1999. Yeah, the, the no, 2000. Um, not barely 2012, probably. Houston left the National League. I I don't I haven't followed the game since the seventies, so I don't I know they left, but I don't even know when. I wouldn't even know. I'd have to think harder about who won the series twelve years ago than I would uh, eighty years ago. So you don't follow the game, but you know all the World Series. I, yeah, I remember all that shit from when I was a kid. Yeah. Wow. Do you have a big card collection? I sold most of them. I had complete I had complete sets that I bought. W- I bought a couple of sets from the 50s and 60s when I was in high school in the late 60s, and I, I paid like $5 for the set. I sold them like for 5000 Wow. Did you no. want to sell them or did you have to? I was in a tight space, so I had to. But I think uh, if you would have bought Mickey Mantle rookie cards back then, you could have got them for 2 or $3 and in perfect condition. They go for fifty grand now. Shut but up, wow. dude. You made a retirement off those. Which is the one that they jacked from Homeboy? Which one? Uh, from uh, from uh, Rob Schneider. Didn't he get a? He got a Willie Mays rookie card stolen. Yeah, oh man. from his house a couple of years ago. Just a random break in, or f- like somebody visiting his house. It was a random break in. Oh wow. Uh, somebody just saw, hey dude, there's a baseball card <laughs> over there. Who won the World Series in 1971? 71, <laughs> uh, Pittsburgh beat Baltimore four games to three. Wow. <laughs> You think you're fucking with over here, Johnny Bananas? This podcast doesn't end till I make one <laughs> wrong. <laughs> this is like magic. Usually, because Major League Baseball night game started in 1935. May, May, don't tell me, May, was it May 21st, 1935? I don't know, I need my glasses. <laughs> That's <laughs> the question. First, first major league night game was made. I think it was May twenty first, nineteen thirty five. It was in nineteen thirty five though. It was, it was the Reds. It was Cincinnati. Yeah, Murr, he knows. Yeah. It was May Started 20- being held. It just does. It doesn't say the exact day. Okay. Damn. Damn. But if it did, I'd be more impressed. One of the best stories about night games is there was a pitcher named Johnny Vandermeer in nineteen thirty eight. He threw two consecutive no hitters. And the second no-hitter he threw was the first night game in Brooklyn. So he comes out the ninth inning. He walked the, he walks the first three batters. His manager came out and talked to him. And then he struck out the next three batters in three in a row for a second no wow. second consecutive no-hitter. 
We're chilling here with Kyle Strzemski, people. <laughs> Never been done before. <laughs> I'm worried about what traffic is going to be like because I think the game on Tuesday is going to be moved. I think it's at 5. So a 5 o'clock game on a Tuesday is competing with regular rush hour. We'll be there at 2. I'm going to be in Echo Park by And three. everybody's going to ca- call off work. The West Coast always has to live by New York rules. Yeah, man. That sucks. Even though we're playing Houston. <laughs> That's why uh, you can, um, you can um, no matter what, whenever you air a, ch- a show where like, like Amer- Last Comic Standing or American Idol or any live, show yeah. or, or um, celebrity dancing, whatever it is. With, an a- with some sort of result. By the time, an w- anything with result. By the, by the time... They air it even, but if they tape it early, people talk. They have phones. Yeah. Like last coming standing, every, everybody in the audience was telling everybody who won already, huh? Really? There were some people who were announcing. Yeah, it. the people were, because it was not announced live. Like we taped it at six, so we knew who won last coming standing. But and then by um, the people who were at the show, they were tweeting. Felipe, what? Felipe won. Felipe won. That was good though. Mur. Mur, big check. Mur. Has <laughs> <laughs> to, to pay child support for it. Mur. Here's a good Mur. trivia question. Only one person has been killed by a foul ball in uh, Major League history, and it happened May of 1970 at Dodger Stadium. One person? One person. A no woman, huh? Who hit the ball? Oh, it, was a, it was a young kid, young boy. What year was it? 1970. It was a Monday. Rick Monday. No, not Reggie Smith, he Dusty was, Baker. He was hit by a ball that was foul ball. R- oh, foul ball! Wow. Willie Davis. Who was the the batter? Manny Moto. Did he like want to kill himself or what? Did he I don't go know, into a depression. He, he went, uh, my, uh, the story I read was uh, he went to the hospital and he felt horrible and like uh, I think the family made him feel worse. I mean, you have no control. You have no control over it, but I, you know, there's always remorse like that in a situation. You know, I'm surprised it hasn't happened more though. You know, did you get any any souvenirs at least, like gear for the family? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know that that would make me feel any better. But you know what happens when you get hit by a ball at Dodger Stadium? Like if you have a big bruise, they give you a jersey. Where was what team was playing? What team was that where the the dad was? Leaning out for a ball and, and then fell off and himself? died. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That was like uh, what, like the Reds or something, something right? Something like that. And St. The Louis. The kid had to watch. I mean, imagine the trauma he's got from that too. That's but, but man, when the, the announcers were going, like, hey, that guy fell out. Whoa! <laughs> oh, <laughs> that coming back. Saddest yeah. thing: the kid huh. wrote on his scorecard E eight. E eight made an error. <laughs> <laughs> It would have been E10th. Yeah. The 10th player. I remember I was doing radio once. There was a news story about somebody had dropped a bowling ball off an overpass and killed somebody on the oh. freeway. <laughs> I said, the good news, he made the split. Yeah. <laughs> he picked up the spare. Murr. Anybody that won the World Series that went in on a wild card? A lot of teams? I think a lot of teams have. The uh, the Dodgers, no? In 88? When did they start the wild card? No, the Dodgers won their division in 88. 81 too? 81 was a str- – that was weird because that was a strike-shortened season. So I think Cincinnati actually had a better record for the entire year, but I think they, div- they divided us. It was something weird. They had to divide it into two. And There was one year with no World Series, right? 94. I remember that. I was, working, the in Dodger st- I was working at Dodger Stadium in 94. 
That was the year that Montreal would have won the pennant. And a lot of home runs were already hit. Yeah, I think the guy from Matt Williams with the Dodgers had like 45 by yeah. August 1st. And what was that up with that? They couldn't reach a negotiation or? The no, they couldn't reach a negotiation on, on, on the new contract and how much the, the new um, players are going to get. Like, who, you know, like a rookie, uh-huh. they're debating that money. Like how much the rookie is going to get in their first year. Base salary or whatever. I remember so many people being angry at those players. Yeah, baseball is kind of in that. trouble after that. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what like the steroid like home runs brought yeah. it back, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Yankee Yankees started winning too. That was exciting. At least living in New York at the time, that was exciting. Like three, almost three in a row. It was two and then a break and then one, right? So they won uh, 96, they lost 97, they won 98, 99, yeah. 2000. Okay, so, yeah. A little Jeter and, like, A-Rod years yeah, and all Jeter that shit. And, uh, Pettit. Yeah, Jeter and Pettit. Pettit team. pitching. I, I love them. Clemens was on point. one of those squads, I believe, yeah. right? No. And the Rocket. Was he was he doing the juice? It yeah. Wasn't oh, just, yeah. It wasn't on, just man. batters, right? Those pitchers, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, Especially, dude. yeah. He was, like, 45 out there throwing heat, right? Yeah. yeah. There were no steroids in our set this weekend. We, <laughs> we, did, we did the natural. All natural. Mur. The podcast is going to be called Mur. <laughs> we have some shout It's outs. a Mur cast. <coughs> we have some shout outs. Do you want to do them? Do them. Shout out to Ramiro Cortez. Cortez, listening in Colorado. Justin Smith in North Carolina. Richard Sanchez, listening at work. He just watched your special and really enjoyed it. And that's the shout-outs. Do you have any shout-outs, Rodrigo? Shout-out to Nolasco or Naka. Came out to the show today. Oh, Naka. Yeah. Shout-out to that guy, bro, who left the, I think left a comment on your page. What's some of the next Yeah Man podcast, bro? I'm waiting. <laughs> it's going to be uploaded on Sunday, man. Just like the rest of them, man. It's going to be a Murcast, too, man. So, so I have um, you do them every week? No, 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 no. Oh. I was doing them every week. I just hadn't had time. Set anybody up, did some solo. It's hard to keep up, man. There's like a, a, a zombie um crawl outside right now. Like, oh you see yeah. it out the window? We're or missing like, it. Like, there's like zombie people dr- were dressed up like zombies, you know? And they got cups, and they're going to different parts of the casinos to, to buy beer. And different bars along the way. And they all have walkers and zombies. We haven't seen them yet, but there's a couple of them. Dressed up like that at the show, but later on I found out they were just coked out. <laughs> it's happening downstairs, though. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of people down there. Can't wait to put on my ponytail and go out there, we bro. We should go Mer. out there. They're all heading out to the Mustang Ranch. Felipe thinks he's in disguise with his ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> I am, bro. You ain't fooling anybody. That's I true. Know. The only one person recognized you with the ponytail when we were shopping earlier. Really? Yeah. Because the ponytail, so that his hair is not really, you know. Not like a big fat guy with a pony with a ponytail. <laughs> no. You know what? What did we notice in um in um Edmonton? What eh? A lot of dirty tennis shoes, eh? Ah, oh, dude. There was you gonna try to do a show about ten, dirty tennis shoes? They were not having it, man. <laughs> no. It took a personal. Just let the way say, um, Wisconsin take the personal on beer. And when you ask that guy about old Milwaukee, what's the best shit? He didn't laugh, fool. He got hurt on that joke. Milwaukee's best. Milwaukee's beast. Murr. Our show started at 8 o'clock, and I was just reading, like, in the 
Like the old days in the 60s, Don Rickles used to do a 5 a.m. lounge show at the Riviera. That must have been so insane. Five o'clock, I know, man. Like Let's start of the day or the end of the night? End of the night, I think. So he started, he started the show at 5 o'clock? 5 in the morning, he started. Be like the oh he my started hours? his day that way or he ended his night? That way. Yeah, like what's with that? Fi- what's a five a.m. show? What was it? Because he probably that after the hours right there. Yeah. He, I don't know how many. He's probably doing two or three shows a night, but the and last then one going started there. at five. So that's the last one of his night. Yeah, and they okay. said most of those, those guys would they would sleep all day. And then uh, when Frank Sinatra was hitting it big at the was the Paramount Theater in New York, I he, there's a picture of him. He started. They did short shows like the Beatles, like twenty minutes, but they started like nine in the morning. And he'd do like 16 shows a day, all the entire day, just mm-hmm. around the clock, you know, 20 minutes each. That's a lot of time, huh? That's crazy. They didn't get paid nothing, huh? Well, I think he probably he was probably making for the time. It was probably decent money. Is that when, when, when he was still with the Tom Dorsey band or before or afterwards? Right before, yeah. Oh. Back then, you could buy a Trans Am for a quarter. So <laughs> <laughs> a lot on it. Is Sinatra one of those guys that have those messed up deals too, and they got him out of that shit? They say that Gambino was the got him out of it. Yeah, he had one of those studio deals where they were holding on to him, like they owned him. They they they, they would do that back then, huh? <coughs> the best agent you can have is with the mob. <laughs> and that was only like back then. You can't really like mess with it now. You have a, you're doing a show, Larry, and at the end of the show, they don't have the money to pay you, so they're offering sex for it. You know, Jigo? Oh, hell no. I was offered in the early 80s, a lot of us were offered cocaine, but I never took it. You were offered cocaine as part of your payment, weren't you? A couple oh, yeah. times, yeah. We'll pay you in bumps. <laughs> <laughs> the only powder I do now is Metamucil. <laughs> I did a show for uh, at a house party, actually. It was a house party show backyard for these twins and one of them was named Al and the other one named was Bert. They were twins. Albert. Al and Bert. (laughs) And they were cool. We had the one show and then um at the end of the night like they were supposed supposed to pay us and their cousin she she like their cousin showed up, right? And we went to her Garage and they were, we were hitting a she was hitting a bong, we were not hitting a bong, we weren't even smoking weed back then, and she wa- she was on those um porn she said she was on those porn movies, Debbie debutantes have you heard of it? It's like what like not a gangbang or a dirty debutantes dirty debutantes and powers. powers dirty debutantes and he left his black and he left his black socks on while he had sex with these women yes so nasty he was Sh- so yes. gross. She won blowjob of the year, bro. Of the smart women who actually went on to become porn stars never had sex with him. Yeah. They only like masturbated in front of the camera. It was like their first time on camera. That's why they were dirty Debbie. So you were on it. You know, so I was much. not. I watched a lot of well, them, though. I was, a Debbie town over here, I was right? fascinated with. I don't want to hear Kissy Kissy Night King Cole over here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> Funny on my <laughs> That's funny. Oh. But that, so the for everybody who lives in your old school, Dirty Debutant was worse than Casting Couch. Yeah, it was a serious. Are, are you serious? Well, These girls had tummies, bro. 
yeah, it was gross. Like these women, though, they they fully were aware of what they were doing. They were they wanted to get into porn, and he basically was like, "This is how you do it." This is in VHS days. He was horrible looking too. He huh? was horrible looking. at thick ass glasses, big old square glasses, hairy belly, um, this little tight underwear, black socks, and he would just rent a hotel room, which creeps me out. Every time I'm in a hotel room, I'm like, "Was something shot here?" But um, we both were here in his yeah, couch. Yeah, it was a, a you know a little hotel room, and then he would talk to them and say, "So you wanted to get into porn, huh?" And then, yeah, it's kind of the way the Bang Brothers yeah. stuff starts but now. But Bang Bros picks up hot chicks, well, man. This dude was picking <laughs> up chicks. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I know, yeah. They're Ed Power picking up chicks at Walmart, yeah, man. Yeah, but porn stars. <laughs> what guys liked about that was these were not yes, professionals. They were, were normal. Women who were regular women. A, a, lot of, a lot of the women had not had boob jobs. Big women you know, with skinny legs. The real BBWs. So they they wanted the natural woman who was nervous, you know, inexperienced, and you know that's what the real the real version of the of the. Starting off in the biz. But it was, yeah, and it was real. This was really their first time in most cases. He had so. t- tons of videos. Tons. Tons it was of like videos. 34, 30. Like it, the numbers just Dude, kept going up. who is this guy, man? And if you never heard of him? Let me pull it up. I, s- I remember, look, like no, I remember I, Shane's World, like one, two, three. Yeah, sh- no, like it was worse than Shane's World. You were probably too young. Yeah. This was like 93. Like, yeah, no. Nah, nah, this is before they were. Inter- before internet, dog. You were a kid. Before the internet. Internet had just started. Nobody was putting But I do remember, like, you know, like all those dudes back in the day, I mean, like, you know, Bunch of sleaze bag looking dudes that were all doing those, you know. So this chick says she, her cousins oh. told us that she won blowjob of the year, right? <laughs> so now we know. And who, de- who in in in, uh, in dirty debutantes. Yeah. Oh, they have them on porn Pornhub so now. They're on porn. They're on Pornhub now. But he's so ew. He is yes. dog right here. He's so creepy. He just he looks like a molester. So like he's right here. Oh, That's him now. Yeah, who? but <laughs> he looked better. <laughs> no, he didn't look better. It's he like who would dude? Who would pipe that dude? He's a lot of chicks. These are women bro. who wanted. They thought they were gonna be. They were just answering the ad. Was he in New York, a big city like New York or LA? No, here in LA. Yeah. He was like the bum fights of porno, bro. He was in LA. That's where he was based. Yeah. It looked like the middle of the country, the Midwest, you know. He was in Reseda. Yeah, so this girl told me and Gabriel that she'll blow us both for the money that they paid her for comedy. <laughs> I don't want to sound like a creep, but was, was she like that? the Debbie debutante girls or is she like attractive? Bro, she could pass as Dab Queen's mom. <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. You just cursed that out, but she looked... <laughs> She looked like her, she looked like no man. I don't remember her lo- that much. Well, here's the videos, bro, right here. Here's how bad the videos were. Damn, he was even getting little cholas, huh? This bro, this chick was a little chola. I'll find her in one. I'll find her, bro. <laughs> Look at Beth. Um, so what happened, fool? Oh, so she dude, she hit that bong right. And she was thinking mad ribs. Dude, I hadn't even hit a bong before. <laughs> like, I was strictly for joints, right? Uh-huh. And I didn't even hit a ball. I just smoked joints. And I, I was sober, though. And, man, you know me, bro. I got embarrassed at the at the invitation in front of everybody. <laughs> for four, six people going to know that Felipe Esparza traded joke for a blowjob. 
from a chick who blew the ugliest guy in the world. <laughs> so no, man, I, 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 I didn't even think about it, man. I wanted Fuck my money, that. dog. I wanted my seventy-five dollars. <laughs> That's uh, yeah. When we, those are probably the weirdest say. gigs when you do go to someone's home but do stand up. Yeah, Felipe's done. He's used to do that party with the pupusas, right? Pupusas. That Jose V. Dude, that fool look nasty, man. It looks like it works on like. Ed Powers, bro, his chicks were gross. They're just off the street. Ed They're off the Powers. streets, bro. Like he picks, he picks these chicks up, bro, at Nick's check cashings. <laughs> Nick's check cashings. I don't know how he like he found these. Chi- none of these chicks did regular porn. Only a few of them went on. I can't remember that girl's name anymore. I want to say Christy Taylor, but I'm not sure. This was back in early 90s, and she was pretty before she started getting a lot of work done, you know. But when she as she got more, she didn't have sex with him, and she became more famous. She um she just masturbated, but she had a very pretty face. She had a small she had small breasts, but then she got them done, and then she started getting more work, big old lips. It looked diff. She looked different. So porn no will good. age you quicker than stand up. That was a crazy ass offer, bro. Like we're just we just finished doing like a a comedy show, bro, for family. And I guess like she didn't bring a present, so her present was Oh my god. So she was gonna pay for the comedy show <laughs> with a blowjob. <coughs> she said and I don't think her blowjob was better than a comedy show, bro. It was worth we had everybody laughing, dog. <laughs> you know, she's just gonna fucking make two guys feel weird later. Right. But nah, man. And we're, we're still, but, we're, but you know us, bro. We just kept asking questions, even though we were going to say no. So who goes first? You know, like, <laughs> but we, we, could we touch you at least? Touch you. But no, man, nothing happened. So you want to do some uh, dates? Yes, dates? let's do some While dates. Give them dates. Looking for more porn over there. <laughs> they're trying to find her. <laughs> they pay you your money next or what? Next week. Next week. Oh, yeah, did they pay you? Oh, they paid us. Okay. Next week, you're in. we're all in Phoenix. Except Larry. Nah. Nah. Felipe and Rodrigo doing the live What's Up Fool podcast on Thursday, the 26th of October at Stand Up Live. It's part of the All Things Comedy Podcast Festival. And they're doing also a late set. You're going to do a little time on that too, Rodrigo. Uh, late set starts at 11.45. What time we're doing? 15 minutes, everybody. Um, it's we'll do it too? Yeah, I, th- yeah, I, think, uh, I think so. And it's so it's eleven forty five. We're in a show. big show, dog. Eleven forty five show. Uh and your podcast is gonna be recorded at uh seven fifteen. That's that show. So and we're gonna have Kate Quigley as the guest. Kate Quigley. And so uh She'll be our guest. Maybe she'll be in a bikini. Who knows? Whatever. Quigley. But uh <laughs> funny how you say we're from dirty debutants. <laughs> 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 She hosted the ABN, no? Yeah, yeah. She hosted last year, two years ago. Um, so then, okay, so that's that Thursday, the 26th. Tickets are on sale. Um, <coughs> then we've got. This is the video this fool is showing, yeah. dude. In a hotel room. Dirty Horrible, hotel room. dog. So gross. Yeah, no cameraman? Ha- Hell no, dog. Yeah, just He didn't care about the, the, the curtain being broken. No, he had a he had a horrible ponytail. He's balding, big old glasses, just nasty. Okay, then uh, Phoenix. After Phoenix, you've got an army base tour that starts. Fort Knox. All these are private, unless you're in the military. If you're in the military, if you live in those, 
Those areas, come out to the show. And Clean the, out the gold. The areas are Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri. That's Friday, October 27th. Fort Knox, Kentucky, October 28th. Then he's got Fort Rucker, Alabama, November 4th. Um, then Fort Huachuca, Arizona, in uh, around uh, November 10th. This isn't. These are all Army bases right here. Then um, <coughs> Tropicalia, you're hosting that uh, in Long Beach. And that is a huge music festival with Kali Uchi, Chicano Batman. Tigres del Norte. Tigres del Norte. Uh, Las Cafeteras. Ceso Piña. Puye Pongo. Uh, all these people. So, oh, don't forget the re- the other music too. Delphonics. Delphonics. Oh, Brenton Wood. There. Delphonics. I can't <laughs> wait <laughs> to see <laughs> Delphonics. <laughs> Wanda Jackson. Brenton Wood. Wanda Jackson. <coughs> is Evelyn Champagne King? No, I don't know why I threw her name in. Forget that. Uh, also, uh, Sonoro Din- Dinamita. No te mata con mi cuco. I love that song. And then, um, anyway, it's gonna be a great show. And then. Let's see. After that, we've got uh, more military shows. Aberdeen Proving Ground in Maryland, Fort Belvoir, Virginia, Fort Hamilton, New York, Fort Drum, New York. And then you're done with that. And then we got Midland, Texas, November 22nd. Uh-oh. And tickets are on sale for that now. Texas on the anniversary. And I'm going to Lamar. That's the anniversary of the Kennedy assassination. You, you, are, my <laughs> 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 you, are, Texas. you are going to um, Lamar. That's in February. February. Yeah, Tachi Casino. Fresno area. That's the only Fresno area date you're going to have. So we've got a bunch of dates for Selena next year. this year. You must have a big New Year's show, right? <coughs> no New Year's show. No, yet. not yet, Mer. We have New Year's Raiders tickets, Raiders Chargers. Wow. So hopefully if it's something, it's in town. Yeah, man, we're going to be at the Raiders New Year's Eve game yeah. against the Los Angeles Chargers. Mer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, I saw some people at the airport who um, a guy passed by and he, he was wearing a, a Phoenix Cardinal jersey and this lady told him, yeah, when the Chargers left, we switched to the, the Cardinals. <laughs> All right. Why the Cardinals? I don't know. That's a weird choice. I'm closer to See, I don't understand things like, like your brother, born and raised in L.A., I don't think he's ever been anywhere except maybe Mexico a couple times. Albert loves the Bears. The Bears. Why does he love the Bears? When he was a little kid, the Bears were hot. So he just liked it from the. Yeah, that's why a lot of those fools like fucking uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. And they had that little. Well, yeah, Christopher and your nephew love Dallas Cowboys. I can't (laughs) be shaking the. That's weird. That they would like some place like. Uh, There's a lot of New York Yankee fans. Oh yeah, one of your brothers is a Yankee fan. Really? Yeah. Strange. A lot of Blue Jay fans in Canada. Walter Payton, yeah. though, is like a lot. Why a lot sense. of like fools like those fools too. The the, the manager at um in Huntsville, Alabama. He, he's um. It's funny. He's British, huh? I forgot yeah. about that. He's originally from, he came when he was a kid. He was a little kid. He was born in England. No, 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 Manchester somewhere. And um, he said when they got to a uh, they got to uh, America. His whole family, they were big um, fans of some team and in, in, in where they're from, right? So they put all the NFL teams inside of a basket, <laughs> and they all chose the whoever they come out, that's going to be their team. That's weird. And him and I don't know who else picked out Bears. 
No, they picked out the Bears. Yeah, the Bears? Yeah, that's his team. I don't know what his team is. No, the 49ers. And the mom got the Philadelphia Eagles because they, they were living in Atlantic City. They had to all have separate teams. Yeah, so the mom roots for the Eagles, and they root for the 49ers. That sucks. That's, that's a horrible way to choose it. You know how you the British no love, are. You have no love for, like, how they how the team grew and changed. It became really great, and that's a weird. There's no connection. You know how the British are. <laughs> I don't know how the British <laughs> very, are. Very eccentric. <laughs> that's strange. Larry Bubbles in the house right here, man. Yeah, we're lighting this place up. <laughs> give me another year. I'll give you a World Series. <laughs> <laughs> Won the World Series in 1966. That was the uh, Baltimore swept the Dodgers. That's right. We were talking about that one. The Orioles. Who's the original Cal Ripken on that team? No. That was Eddie Murray. 1972. 72. Uh, Reds beat. Uh, uh, no, Oakland beat the Reds four games to three. Yeah. Reds were in it then for several years in a row back then, right? Well, Oakland won three years in a row, 72, three, and four. Wow. Reds. Reds. Oakland won. Th 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 they had Reggie row. Jackson back then and Ronnie yeah, Fingers. They had Reggie. Reds lost in 70. They won in 75 and 76. But they were in it, though. They were still, like, involved. Yeah, they had yeah, a great team yeah. in the 70s. Yeah. yeah. I remember Big Red Machine. They were the, there's only three National League teams that have won back-to-back -back World Series, and they were the last one, 75 and 6. Yeah. Who won the Super Bowl in 1974? I don't know if it's... Ha! <laughs> 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 the chink in the armor. So I remember 73 Super Bowl was Miami beat... The Redskins. That's that game where, remember, Gerald, your premium? Oh, the rehab man. He, he missed the kick, and he tried to pass. He was like five feet tall. He just got run over by these monsters. <laughs> the funniest thing I've ever seen. Who won the World Series in 1991? 91. Uh, Minnesota beat Atlanta four games to three. Yeah. I, I was in rehab, and I was listening to that. Really? On the radio. I was excited. Did you guys have that was before you did stand-up. Yeah. Wow. Did you have TV in rehab? No TV. No TV. Every once in a while, they play a movie on Saturday. Two mm -hmm. movies on Saturday. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. We watched, we watched movies that were rated G. <laughs> How long were you in there? Never a year. Been a year? Yeah. Was it horrible? Horrible. Yeah, folks. Well, I was just happy to be alive. To me, bro, I'm still young, bro, in my head. Because I still, to me, even, even though the rehab, I thought it was in the summer camp, bro. <laughs> like, to me, it was some crazy ass food. There's still cakes. In there? Yeah. That's funny, dude. The football, to them, it, it was like, to them, it was being like, in like, in like, to them, to the prison, to the inmates who were, who the were going into rehab. They were coming from prison to rehab. I was coming from the street to rehab. Some of these guys were coming from probation to parole. They're court ordered. Yeah, they're all court ordered. A lot of end numbers they call them. But I was not court ordered. I was just a volunteer, you know. I wanna but these guys were. Some of them would treat the place like it was. They're in prison, but I mean. So they were institutionalized yeah, in their heads. And their heads, you know. man. Like this guy had to, no matter what, he had to write somebody. Eh? Like for I t he hooked me up with a pen pal. I don't know if I talked about this before, but I used to write a woman in prison when I was in rehab. She used to send me photos, bro. Mean chola, bro. <laughs> <laughs> What's she doing in her photos? She had a feather back hair. <laughs> was she no. done, like in there forever, or what? Yeah, 
She said, Papacito, I miss your letters. Papacito, man. That's like when I got a girlfriend, eh? Where's she at? Somewhere in society. So she would write to me, and I would write to her, man. She would send me photos. And then and then that food, man. It was funny, man. Because it, it felt like um, I was taking one for the team, bro. Like he was forcing pen you to talk to her? Huh? He was forcing you to write to her? Yeah. Not uh, forcing you, but hey. Forcing you to keep it up. Because I had a girl. Because I was talking. Because he was talking to a chick that was locked up. That was his chick, right? She looked like a, she was short. She looked like um, the girl from the 70s show. She was a mean, crazy chola, bro. Mila Kunis? Mila Kunis, bro. Damn. But she was like the color mousy, man. Mousy. <laughs> the fool hold on his, hold his letters in his heart and then hold her head, bro, in a picture like this. You're lying, bro. Mita. <laughs> she goes, what happened, man? True oh, love. Man, she got caught up in the heroin business, baby. That means she took the fall for some dude Probably. at some point. Probably. Yeah. be around in there for a minute. Yeah. Yeah, man. Because he was a heroin addict. Most women are in prison because they took the so, fall for a guy. So I'm writing for her. I'm writing. To, he's writing to her. Murder. So I got to write with his. I, I got to write her homegirl. I guess her bodyguard, whoever. Her bodyguard. Somebody who's ugly. Somebody who needed help. Yeah, a wingman Someone who for your prison her, letters. Yeah. For pen pal. She goes, hey, man, hook up. She said, she wrote him, go hook up my. My um, Sally hey, with somebody. That's funny. I said, Sally? What's a Sally? Well, my, her cellmate. Dude. But then when I started making it sound cute, my Sally. That's a pen pal wingman. You had a wingman. I was a pen pal yeah. wingman, yeah, bro. you were. That's funny. I used to, I used to that was funny, man. Like, I was just like, I write about my day, man. Like, oh, today I went, <laughs> I I went to rehab. I went to meetings <laughs> and um, this and that. And then um, she would send me photos and inspirational quotes. I feel like she's in prison and sending me inspirational <laughs> quotes. Who won the 69 World Series? Murr. Mets beat Baltimore. <laughs> 85. Four games to one. Murr. 79. 79. Pittsburgh, uh, we are family, beat the uh, Baltimore. The what 79? We are. The what family? That was their theme song, We Are Family. We are family. For who? Uh, for Pittsburgh. Oh, for Pittsburgh. Oh, really? No, no, no. That was a, that Baltimore team. I, I that's a good period. They had four 20-game winners. Who were they? I think it was McNally, Cuellar, Dobbins. I can't remember the fourth one. That's pretty impressive, though. Fail. Game winners. Eddie Murray was in that team, huh? Yeah. In first base. Was he there then, that early? <coughs> he was there when Ripken showed up, and Ripken showed up in 82. 82, okay. Junior? Unless Eddie Murray was still a Cleveland Indian, right? That later years. I think that was later. Luis Tiant. Louis, the <laughs> funniest wind-up ever. <laughs> yeah, kind of like his own no more in front of Venezuela. Yeah, his head's going all over yeah. the place. It's great. And to psych you out. Make it look like it's going to be wild. Yeah, man. 1989. 89, uh, Oakland swept San Francisco. And there was an earthquake. earthquake. Where were you during the earthquake? Oh, damn. I was I was actually getting ready to go over to Oakland and watch because an Oakland fan, and I was going to go over to Tommy T's in San Leandro, which is right next to Oakland. I was going to go over there and watch it. Hey, bubble. And I thought, oh, traffic's going to be bad, and I didn't go. And that if I had gone, that was the freeway that collapsed, so I would have been on that. Wow. And then I wouldn't have been here. <laughs> <laughs> You might be happier. <laughs> was crazy. You know, I saw the documentary on that, and when the freeway collapsed and it crushed those cars, 
those people's legs were on um were, were on a gas pedal. So when they got smashed, the car is still running, and wow. those that was causing all those fires. And some of them were were getting smashed on the on the horn, so you hear a constant boo. The battery went out, or the car blew up. That's always a weird thing, a weird phenomenon about big events like that. Because in 9/11, there's a there's a little bit of a din, there's a little bit of a ringing that's going on, and you're not quite sure if it's like business alarms because windows got shot out of several businesses around that that the World Trade Center. You just saw the plane pass by, Larry. Yeah, it passed by my office building. But it, turn it did the U-turn right in front of my office building. Really? Yeah. Jesus. And we saw it go into Tower 2, back of Tower 2. Oh, that light watching a plane go inside. Cause a lot, a lot of conspiracy surreal. theories say it never happened. There was no plane. Well, but you saw the fucking plane, right? I saw right? a plane, but a lot of people aren't saying there was no plane anymore. They did used to say stuff like that. It was all faked. I was like, I was watching a fucking thing. And it was but full of uh, gas, right, too? Yeah, it was just filled with jet fuel in, New York, in Boston and... Uh, yeah, in Boston and D.C. An hour flight, huh? From Boston? Uh, it's about an hour, 45 minutes. Uh, well, that's a lot of fucking fuel. It's a lot of fuel, but it was going to go, I think it was going to continue on. To L.A.? Uh, to L.A., yeah. So they were, all they were all full for a transcontinental flight. But Damn. But um, they went to, uh, uh, but, but what was I saying? About um, the stuff that was burning inside the plane. Oh, no, I was just saying that, you know, watching it go into the plane, it was like a, a hot knife through butter. It was so smooth and quiet and then just explosion. And, we I mean, it was the only other building right across from my window. So, um, but we weren't as close. We weren't, we were about six blocks down, <coughs> but it's the only other building right there. But we ran, we ran. I just remember how awful the the smoke and that looked unbelievable. It's the smell lasted for three months until the in the sp it smoldered for three months until the first snow in December. Wow! And uh, the first snow finally was enough to put it out. Don't they think yeah. a lot of people had health issues from all that crap? Oh yeah, that's a huge issue right now. Donna lung Summer issues said that's why and she stuff. Died. Really? Who? She got lung cancer. Really? I didn't hear that. That's what she claimed. Yeah. Donna Summers? You living in New so York or what? Yeah. Right by there? Yeah. I was living right by there. I was four blocks away from it. But, I mean, I don't know. I didn't have any lung issues. You have a cough now. <laughs> I have <laughs> <laughs> a cough off. this week. We'll trace it back to 911. Murr. I have a cough this week, yeah. My son gave me something. But, no, the um, it was a horrible smell. I, s I smell it every once in a while when, like, a like there's a pan somewhere or, or like, a like a food cart, you know, that like the pan has gone empty and it's still burning. I can smell this metal smell. And there's only a few times in my life have I smelled the World Trade Center smell after that. But it's unrecognized. I mean, it's uh, so recognizable. I'll never forget it. Crazy. But there was, a, there was a little din. There was a little ringing tone that whole day. Downtown, even even like walking. Shit when we walked from, yeah. We wa I took my uh, coworkers with me up to my apartment. And we walked up um, Water Street right there and um, watched the tower burning every time we came to an opening in the buildings. There it is burning. And um, got home and it was still like making noise. And we were in the, we were in the, we were sitting ducks in that spot. It was stupid to go to that. It, we got closer to <laughs> World Trade Center as we went to my apartment. <coughs> it was dumb. But there was nowhere to go. There were no trains running. 
Everything shut down. Did everything shut down, Larry? Oh, San Francisco. I don't know. I was wa- I just watching it on TV, and then I went. I had to get out. After four hours, I had enough. I walked out, and people were, like, having lunch outside, acting like nothing had happened. Oh. <laughs> Typical San Francisco, <laughs> living in a bubble. But in New York for a while, I'd say for about three months, everybody was so fucking nice to each other. They were nice. And then I saw, like, the first person, probably around December, the first person, like, shove another person in the subway. And I said, well, we're, we're back, back to normal. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. It's official. Remember, there were so many rumors that there was going to be another attack for days. Oh, it's coming this weekend. My mother was calling me with Nostradamus predictions about what, what else was coming. Nostradamus, yeah, I'm telling you. Like, don't, don't go to Central Park. There was supposed to be this big th- Central Park thing with the Dalai Lama and all this stuff. All these people were going to go to Central Park. Don't go to Central Park because there's th- Nostradamus predicted, and she read me this whole thing. I could tell she was reading from the Enquirer or something. <laughs> Crazy. It's going to be a bomb in the horse hoof. It's oh, my <laughs> God. She's, she was They've been doing that ever since that shit happened. It's going to be coming soon. We never know when. Know. The big one is coming. Fucking <laughs> culture of fear. More fear, huh? That's all it is. Mer. Yeah, California's going to break off into the ocean. That would be nice. <laughs> Prices will go down. <coughs> People's not moving here. People are d- <laughs> we dying to live in our central. Are you originally from California? No, I didn't. I'm from Ohio. Like oh, I, th- I thought you were Midwestern. Where What's are you from? You're Paisan over there. I'm from uh, Youngstown, Mer. Big Reds fan as a kid. Yeah, I was Cincinnati a Reds fan at first. Way. They always Mer. let me down. Yeah. I always remember the newspaper, Dayton Daily News, would come in. And uh, and uh, we had two newspapers back then, Journal Herald too. Remember that? Yeah. <coughs> yeah, data or morning and then uh, evening, and um, it would be a, a happy baseball face with the Reds cap or the <laughs> sad or the crying <laughs> one when they lost, and you could just see how what the score was right in the front of the paper. They did have some great teams back in the seventies, though. Like the little logo with the baseball, yeah. the little dude with the hat. Yeah. Big red machine. <coughs> Yeah, Riverfront was a great, great place. I saw the Rolling Stones and Lenny Kravitz perform there, and nobody knew who Lenny Kravitz was back then. You Googled him. He was opening. There was no Google back then. This is like 91, 92. It was the Lizard Lounge tour, but Lenny had just come out. Uh, well, he was breaking Voodoo out of his- Lounge, right? No, uh, it was Lizard Lounge. Uh, Voodoo Rolling Lounge? Stone? Voodoo Lounge? Yeah. Was that the tour? I thought it was Lizard Lounge. The only reason I'm thinking that's the middle. Rodrigo's no, so high, right. he's turning into right. a couch over here. I <laughs> <laughs> don't know, he's leaning, right. man. I can't see right. I know there's too many cushions on it. <laughs> two cushions propping like him up. That's the way I am over here, bro. Well, I came for an NBA player or something. I'm like, yeah, these are weird. Dude. Like, What was the uh, Cincinnati concert where there was a big stampede? and people? The got Who. It was a Who. Okay. The Who. It was General Admission, and it was the end of General Admission shows for a while because they opened the doors and everybody ran in. and. Bunch of people got killed, just trampled. That's funny when I, whenever I, I like stories like you there, Larry, at the concert. No, I was out here by then. Man, when I was on the airplane, because I I had my book about um, Led Zeppelin. You guys got me that, or you got it for me? The Hammer of the Gods. Yeah, and there's a concert where Led Zeppelin didn't go up, or there was a big riot in Florida. I don't know. Well, I'm reading the book. There's a man behind me. He's talking to a woman. He said that he was talking about Florida and he hadn't been back. I saw a crazy, I saw a concert right now. Is there a crazy concert? I was a kid. I saw the Zeppelin. And he was talking, describing it. 
and then I went to my page where I read it, and I went at this, and I had like I was like you with Larry with a bunch of facts. So yeah, that was the biggest <laughs> concert of 19 something something. It was like overpacked, over 100,000 people. Yeah, uh, I don't know if Led Zeppelin performed, but there was uh, there was overcrowded. People were stampede too. Fuck yeah, that's just dangerous. 94, you said that tour was. Something like that. Yeah, that it's a Voodoo Lounge tour. And the only reason Voodoo. I know it was Voodoo Lounge was because fucking... Voodoo was mad. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I was starting to listen to the Rolling Stones. And then, oh, dude, check out the new album. And I bought that shit. It and it sucked, shit. dog. It sucked. Rolling Stones? Dude, I was trying to everything to take it back. And they were like, dude, I bought it, was it to shit. Dude, they don't take shit back. Her, oh, no, only no. Lisa's mom took back hey, the Yoko Ono album, no. bro. Mom took back the, they du- took the plastic it back, double. Because it was like a day after, so I just scratched it, right? Like, it came like this. They gave me another copy, but they opened oh, it up. Oh, that's funny. My mom, tur- really my mom returned off. a... Um, uh, Plastic Ono Band, John Lennon and Plastic Ono Band album because the other side was all Yoko and ah! band. And my mom, who's the shyest person in the whole world, she has agoraphobia and all this. She took, she got, she pulled everything out of herself to go into the store and return this album. It was vinyl. And she said, they said, why? Because they asked you a reason back then. Now they don't care. But they asked her why she was returning it. And she said, because on one side, it's just Yoko. And she starts singing in front of this woman like Yoko. And the woman's just like, what is this lady doing? I don't know why my mom went into that. She was so frustrated with this album. She loved John Lennon, and she was disappointed, highly disappointed uh, in it. Yoko, man. It was so funny. That was funny, man, because I, I went to a video of her performing somewhere at an art show. <laughs> and she's doing this. Wow. Wow. Oh, it was horrible. Yeah. People buy that shit? I don't think they buy it. No. She doesn't have make money off that. But there's no there's no calling for that type of music anyway, no, right? No, she thinks that's art. She's not trying to make money off that bit, that stuff. I don't think so. Mer. She always been artsy farty, huh? Yeah. I like that story that Paul McCartney said on yeah, Howard Stern. That's a great story. That she was going... She said she didn't know who the Beatles were. Yeah. And she was going. Know who the Beatles are, dog. No, Yoko Ono, when she met she, John, like she, she didn't know who they were. When she was like an art student. She was going door to door knocking if, if you want to start like an art commune. Yeah. And then Paul McCartney sent him upstairs to John Paul, Lennon. Yeah. Paul was like trying to get a good laugh. So yeah. he sent her to John's room. See what happened? <laughs> and then they fucking fell in love. Isn't that crazy, man? That's crazy. I just want to alert you that it's 12.22 and the place closes at 1 if you want food. Burr. But if not, we can continue talking. All right, we can go. We can stop. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm starving, but... Uh, What's up, here. fool? <laughs> we got to fly tomorrow. Mur. We got to fly tomorrow. Mur. We got to eat. We got to do stuff. We got to run down there. Reno, back to Cali. Mur. We got over an hour. A little bit. That's long enough. It's an hour and <laughs> four minutes. A what? Hour and four minutes. Mur. They've had enough of me. <laughs> the Murcast. Oh. Yeah. Thank you to Larry Bubbles Brown and Lisa for Rio Torres. Hell yeah, man. Thank you, man. What's up, everybody? We'll be back next week. It's maybe the night that my dreams might let me know All the stars are closer, all the stars are closer Tell me what you gonna do to me Confrontation ain't nothing new to me 
You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue, but you can't bring the truth to me. Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and SZA. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today.